different take. Maybe it's like Jim Rome's take or something. Skip Bayless. Stephen A. Yeah. Joseph A. <laughs> Have you ever felt? Are you listening? Damn. Welcome into uh, another Monday. Welcome to another episode yeah. of Brunch Time with Joe Hamilton. I'm your host, Joe uh, Hamilton. And of course, next to me is my trusty yeah. producer, Weezer Weir. Weez, how you doing, man? Oh, Joe, you know, recovering from the weekend. Busy weekend. Lots of sports. I only watched a little bit of them. But hey, it's crunch time, so you don't have to have the best sports takes in the world. Is that right? Um... I mean, you've known me the past year and a half. I haven't had uh, how many good takes have I had? Um, in in hmm. the I mean, if you were to say right now, how many good takes have I had? I think you said that uh, that cherry Dr Pepper was your favorite. Was that this what you said your favorite soda was? Yep. Yeah, that might have been the best take you had. <laughs> By the way, when I laugh like that, my buddy says I sound like a damn tea kettle. You know, I hear that. That's a pretty good take by that guy. It's <laughs> a better take. Maybe you can find a tea kettle sound effect. Maybe. Maybe I will. <laughs> but no, it, it was a good weekend for me. I uh, I bowled Friday night. Uh, my best game was at 237. Um, not going to complain about that. Threw the ball well. but 237? You know, Why would you complain about a 237? If I hit well, a 237, I'd be fine. Well, if I would have had a spare, park. if I would have had a spare, if I would have carried a couple, I had a couple splits, and I was so close to getting him. If I would have carried at least one of those, it'd been like 250. Wow, this you know is what I mean? Pin, so, though, right? I'm more, yeah, but I'm more of, you know, I I'm competitive, Weiss. I'm sure you're the same way. Like, oh yeah, if you get Joe, a good score and feel I'm like, so competitive that I feel like as soon as we get to the bowling lane and you bowl like every week and I bowl once a year. The competitiveness to me, I'm gonna beat you. That's just the way it is. You know when are we gonna when are we gonna do this, man? Why why do you keep talking shit and not not uh backing it up? Let's go. Well, that means we'd have to hang out together. So, which by the way, I do go to the 19th hole every Saturday. Um, well, this does, I, we don't need to hear about your baths again here. No, I don't no. need to know how many holes you've never you're heard going of that to. bar. You've never heard of the 19th hole. No, I don't need to know what holes you're going into, Joe. Wow, we well, you just made this into something that it really wasn't. But then again, it is you. So, I, I mean, <laughs> take that for what you will. But yeah, that's I mean, just comedy. Comedy's hard. Comedy's hard, but you know, I feel like at some points, comedy is is my forte at times. But you know what? I uh, Rudy, we still got to find your forte, Joe. Well, well, you know what my forte is What's for some that? reason now. Bashing the Cardinals. Wow. I, I, I don't understand how this team can be so bad against teams under 500. Joe, they're you just went, not a good team. That's you went, no, well, Weiss, they went into Atlanta on a high. I believe, I think it was, yes, they swept the Marlins, went into Atlanta on a high, okay? And then you have three hits in the first two games. You get blown out 9-1 to one in one game. I mean, it's... It, it's awful. You had a good game yesterday in game one of the twin bill, but I mean, I thought that was a precursor of things to come. 
But sweeping the Marlins, you thought was a precursor of turning your season no, around. No, no. But I thought game one yesterday when they scored nine runs and and uh, had twelve hits in the game. Yeah. That 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 would be a precursor of what was going to happen in the Sunday night game. Well, the Sunday night game, they almost got no hit by Jordan Lyles, it, a guy feels... who has a guy who has a five point three ERA this year. I wanted to look this up, but I feel like over the past, uh, let's go back to the Matheny reign. So we're looking 10 years here. The Cardinals, I don't think, have done well on Sunday Night Baseball. I kind of wanted to look that up. But I feel like every time I've watched on Sunday Night Baseball, they've been uh, pretty embarrassed, at least for the past three years, for sure. Yeah, I I think since the Matheny era, Matheny, that was a whole different animal because that team just... Actually, that team was awful. That team was awful. No, this that was a almost... World Series team that, no, that had no, poor managing. No, no, Weiss, that was Tony's team. Right. Matheny took over Tony's team. I and guess, once to be that fair, team... you did lose Albert Pujols, which is the best player in all baseball then. But you still had a good team, and then you signed, okay, we'll replace Pujols with Carlos Beltran. That's a pretty good it's close to a replacement. Not saying Carlos was Albert, but that's they still had a good team. Yeah, but that was a, an instance wheeze, I think, of they had to do something after losing a generational talent at the time in Albert Pujols. I mean, would you kind of agree with that? What? I mean, you just won the World Series. You, you got pretty much the same team intact, except you lose Albert. So you signed Carlos Beltran to kind of replace him. I guess you also lost Berkman. So I guess you could say Beltran was more replacing Berkman, but Berkman was played one, you know, he was towards the end of his career. Beltran still had a really productive season. It just, it was poor. It was the same problem that this Cardinal team has now where the manager blows out the arms of the starters and then way overuses the bullpen. And these guys just get burnt and they're done. Weez, that's a hot take, dude. What's a hot this, this isn't this isn't Matt Bowman and Seth Manis blowing out of the bullpen. You're at least getting some rest for these guys now. If you've looked look back the last ten starts or so, you've seen like six quality starts out of some guys. And yeah, the but the bullpen um, has been burnt. The definition since the of hey, wait, wait, wait. The definition of quality starts has changed over the years, and and a lot of people's in my mind it was seven innings. Growing up, if you have pitched seven innings, that's a quality start. The stat has always been six innings. Six innings what? Six innings, three runs? Yeah, that's a quality start. Well, the way these these teams are using a bullpen nowadays, though, it's almost like five innings is a quality start. Am I wrong on that? Well, you don't have quality starts anymore. Baseball's going away from quality starts. Baseball's going more into bullpenning, right? Would you, I mean, would you... ideally, this is where baseball would go because, one, you don't have to pay. This is where baseball was heading, um, so you don't have to pay big contracts to starters. They would be bullpen. You'd have, you know, guy go two innings, two innings, two innings, and you would have these guys that could pitch on two to three days rest instead of five days, like four days rest, you know, going every fifth day. So you'd have multiple guys that you could just throw in. I, I don't I don't like today's game. I don't because I was 
I guess, yeah, I'm 27, Weeze, but I'll say this now. I'm a baseball purist. Yeah. I like pitchers that can go six innings, and you can have your, have it set up for your bullpen perfectly. The Cardinals have a pretty good back of the, back of the bullpen when you have when you talk about Gallegos, Cabrera, and Reyes. Cabrera's going to kill somebody. Just, just so you know. Cabrera's gonna... starting to find some control. Have you seen his ERA, Weiss? Uh, last yeah. time I checked, it was 2.10. Yeah, but how many runs has he given up that have, you know, how many inherited runs has he given up? And you say that's his fault? Well, when you come in to get the out and you give up the run, I mean, that is kind of your fault. I mean, it it is, but it's ERA not... for a, for a bullpen guy is a little misleading because it doesn't bring in if there's runners on second and third, two out and you're supposed to get the one out and those two runs scores that doesn't show up on your ERA it shows up on the pitcher you came in for it's it's good for a for a reliever to have a hold that's for sure and and he's been he's been better at that as of late since that Philly game I think he's found a little bit of his control each time out he's not like obviously wild yes he can have a pitch high and inside at some points, but it's not, you know, throwing and hitting Bryce Harper bad. He is, he is getting better. I will give you that. But at the same time, I'm not, there's not a lot of guys in this bullpen that I'm a hundred percent like, yeah, these are my guys that I, you know, Gallegos is pretty solid. Reyes has been very good out of the bullpen, but other than that, the bullpen is burnt out because the starters can't go more than five innings. Yeah, that's for sure. And and hopefully that can change because you have a pretty mediocre at best schedule before the All-Star break. Yes. So you have two in, two in Detroit. You come home, you play Pittsburgh. You have three against the Arizona Diamondbacks. You know, we, we talk about this team all the time being as bad as they are, the Cardinals, I should say. But at least we're not the Diamondbacks. They're five and forty in their last forty-five games. Did they? Did they? Did they get a win this week? I know they were up. To no like twenty. So what is their streak at now? Twenty-seven. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. Ever since their, you know, I'm gonna quote no hitter for Madison Bumgarner. They haven't won a game. They were fifteen and thirteen at that point. Okay, they have won a game, but not you get my point. <laughs> it's it's awful. I, I it's speed errors, dude. Then you go to Colorado, and I guess San Francisco's gonna be a good test, I think. But that's another team that's an anomaly to me. Oldest roster in baseball, but yet they're doing what they're doing. It's it's crazy. Then you go to Chicago, then the all star break. So the Cardinals could get this back up and running again. But in my mind, what needs to change? Fire the hitting coach. Yeah, I mean, fire the damn hitting coach. I'm. We worry a lot about pitching, but the real problem with this team is they can't hit. And it's sad because you have Goldie and Arenado hitting three and four, which, in my mind, it should be Arenado and Goldie three and four. I think. I think try that. I think you try that. Wait, you just said the same thing. No, and no, I didn't. I Arenado and Goldie three and four. Now switch them, oh. switch them. I don't know how much good that'll do, but hey, you got to try something here. 
What, what you got to do is got to get the guys hitting around them to hit. We got to get a little more like, hey, Paul DeYoung, where you at? I don't think he's that good, Weez. And if I'm the Cardinals, I I really think about going elsewhere after the season shortstop-wise. You I have always, to. I always thought, like, we once again, here's a guy that wasn't proven. Like I said last week, we overhyped. Um, and he's come back to earth. Yeah, he'll get you 30 home runs maybe. But once again, you know, the the whole hitting philosophy is what's wrong with this team. Paul DeYoung's strong enough. If he just hit for line drives, he's going to get home runs. Yeah, it's it's awful. I I could spend another hour on Paul DeYoung, but I'm not going to do that. Well, let's come on. Give me give me your honest take here on Paul DeYoung. Paul DeYoung is a mediocre at best shortstop defensively. And seems after he, after his rookie season has declined every year. Yeah, because tape tape has been pulled on, on the guy, you know? That's what happens. What what what's a good mark of a major league player, Weez? What do you mean? Making adjustments. Right. And this Paul team DeYoung doesn't not... make adjustments. <laughs> no, I know, but Paul Matt I, Carpenter I'm... is the king of not making adjustments. Learn to hit the ball to left. And guess what? The shift goes away. And then you can hit your line drives to where the guy is playing in shallow right field. Make adjustments. It's not hard. I mean, it is hard. Hitting is hard. It's one of the hardest things to do in sports. But as a professional, you need to figure out how to go the other way. Or at least try to go the other way. Yeah, you you need to do something if you're the singles Cardinals. I said fire the hitting coach. He should have been fired three years ago. Yeah. Two years ago, to be honest with and you. And it but... proved that the only you know team that did well when he was the hitting coach had a little little help from trash cans. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's, that's a perfect point there. Now, the Cardinals are kind of a good segue. Because starting today, actually, Major League Baseball is going to be cracking down on foreign substances used by pitchers. Okay. This com- whole conversation started when Giovanni Ayagos was qu- was questioned because of the, I guess, pine tar, whatever was on his hat. Jim, I think it. I don't think it wasn't Jim Joyce. It was Joe West. Joe West. Joe West. Cowboy. Joe West was the umpire the that, that you know told him he had to get a new hat. You know, I- I'm shocked he wasn't you know ejected from the game there. Ever well, since then, it's been a big-time conversation, Weiss. Yeah. Should this have been, you know, a crackdown years ago? Well, so let's just put it this way. Foreign substance is nothing new to baseball, right? And, and in a lot of ways, the hitters were preferring that the pitcher had a little bit of something, right? So right. that way, Genesis Cabrera isn't killing somebody with a fastball to the head. But here's what happened, right? You know, sunscreen, it used to be a little mixture of rosin and then sunscreen. And what that did was just make sure you had a little enough grip to get the ball over the plate. Well, what happened is teams started to experiment more with the grips and um, substance, different ones. It changed the way the ball was going. And the hitters now... Like, they used to be able to know, like, okay, if he's got a little, you know, little t- 
pine tar, a little this on it, the ball's going to break like this. Now, the, with the whatever they're doing, whatever substance, the ball is not going in the same place, and the hitters that we're able to guess are just completely missing. So, I, 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 I am for a little bit of, you know, a little bit to let make sure the ball it gets over the plate and we have offense. The biggest problem with baseball right now is the only offense is home runs. You don't get the ball in play. You don't get to see the great defensive plays. It's just aim for the fence or a strikeout. So the substance, if it's there to let the ball get over the plate, but not do this crazy stuff, the, the extra spin that the pitchers can get now with this. Yeah, I, I, this should have been a crackdown years ago. And really, Weez, would you say this game has changed? Ooh, it started to change about, what, three, four years ago? When emphasis on sabermetrics and everything else, do you think well, that... It's longer than that. Your top five baseball movie of all time, Moneyball, <laughs> that's sabermetrics. That's where the focus, you know, yeah, but that's where I, things started I feel shifting. Like, I feel like, though... It was, it wasn't really a big talking point until like five years ago. And it, it was, it's been growing in the game. Like Moneyball was the first instance, and then all these teams realized, well, hey, you know, so baseball has always kind of been a nerdy sport, sport too, right? Mm-hmm. Um, fantasy, fantasy sports started in baseball. Sabermetrics, you're breaking down the stats, and then you're like. Baseball is one of those games where the stats are, you know, you can find patterns and stuff like that. And so the nerds, I mean, I mean, we're all nerds in a way. Sabermetric guys got down and were like, the, you know, they thought they could analyze the game, like predict stuff. And that's where baseball is gone. Like the on-field, the manager is now just a puppet for the front office. The managers right now, they have to go off the sheets produced by the sabermetrics and like tony la Russa says yeah you can you, yeah you can predict the game on a computer but you don't play the game on a computer so going down the sabermetrics line there needs to be a mix of like hey yes the you know routinely this is what's going to happen but you can't go just by sabermetrics and what's that done is led to shifts which has led to downgrades in offense and it, look, it, baseball, like, it's smart. Use all the data you can, like, you know, business or, like, investing, uh, gambling. Use all the data you can and make the best choice. So you got to find the balance between uh, the data showing this, which impacts the game completely 100%. It's a different game now. And then, It is. Yeah, go ahead. It is a very different game, and it's it's a game I don't like. Per- I mean, I, I'll watch baseball forever. But that doesn't mean I have to like the way it's going. Does that make sense? No, definitely. And that's the problem. And this is a generational thing. Like, if you think about the way we are now in society, it's instant, right? We want pull up a video instant. And if the video is more than seven minutes, like, I'm probably not going to watch this. I want to watch a video that's only three minutes. Our attention spans are getting shorter. We want instant satisfaction. And with baseball, you're sitting there three sometimes three and a half hours on a slow-moving game where it's swing and a miss, ball outside, and it's just the way baseball is going. It's losing. The generation that loves it is dying off, and it's not doing anything to grow 
the younger generation. And when you try, when you try to let Fernando Tatis out there dance and do a bat flip, people get mad because he's celebrating hitting a baseball, which was, we just determined is something really hard to do. Yeah, it's hopefully the game of baseball is in a better place soon, but I don't see it. I don't see it. But enough of the baseball talk because I don't want to bore anybody. Well, we didn't anything. get into the substance. What are your thoughts on the substance? Well, well, the whole substance thing should have been handled a long time ago. I know, you know, pitchers would use some stuff to gain grip in terms of like maybe a cold in cold weather. The old snotball. Back in the day, runny nose. I mean, you're always looking. It wasn't against the, I mean, it isn't against the rules. You got to, like, like steroids wasn't against the rule. It's cheating, right? How is it cheating if it's not against the rules? It's cheating. It's cheating. It's borderline. It's uh, pushing the limits. It's pushing the limits. Yeah. Right? Like, Mm -hmm. stealing signs, right? If, If I'm... Let's put it this way. Stealing signs. Is that cheating? No. Well, it depends how you do it. it, Yeah, because right. If I have a if if I'm Houston, I have a guy with binoculars out there who's, you know, studying the catcher's sign. Yeah, that's cheating. But if I'm uh, playing, you know, if I'm second base and I see the catcher like, you know, doing the sign and I realize every third one is a he puts up is the pitch and I'm going to tell, Hey, I just found out that the third one, you know, is going to be the pitch. So that's probably going to be like a fastball. Or if you steal the signs of the third base, you figure out what the sign steal, like the, the, the steal sign is right. Yep. It's that's not cheating. That's pushing the, the, it's trying to get an advantage. It's like in poker. If you have a tell like Joe, every time you bluff, you like pick your nose and I'm like, okay, that's Joe's sign. He he doesn't have a hand. He's picking his nose. I'm going to bet here. It's like you find the tell. Wow. Good example, though. Right. Good example. So, but it's <laughs> I mean, not. Yes, I think certain things were allowed. But once you start adding different things, you are cheating. But at the same time, you're just looking for an advantage. Like, teams, teams play to try to take advantage all the time, like based on there's other ways, like think of the grass, right? Say back in the eighties, if you were playing the Cardinals who played on turf, right? Very mm-hmm. fast field. If the Cardinals are coming to town speed team, what are you going to do? You're going to, you're going you're gonna to cut that grass very short. So the ball doesn't go like slowed up. So you can try to get a play. Like if you were playing a slow team, you're going to keep that grass nice and, thick so the ball slows down it's like you 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 can play with all this advantage of you know trying to get advantage i listened to david sampson the former president of the marlins talking about all the stuff they did for the stadium like you know it was hot they would open the roof for a way bat for the away team's batting practice you know oh oh it might rain we didn't close the roof so that team had to skip batting practice. You know, it's not is that cheating or is that just taking advantage of being the home team? Gamesman gamesmanship. Right. So yes. Once the ball starts moving in a way which is not possible, but it is possible, I guess. It just needs to be tamed so we can get back to decent baseball. But but before we move on here, I gotta say this. Don't get and I'm calling out Garrett Cole and and Tyler Glass now. 
don't blame your injuries or blame the way you're pitching because you can't use the stuff anymore. No, well, Joe, okay, but you can't. Joe, have you, you try grabbing a baseball, right? It, and if the ball is slick, you have to hold on to it differently than you will as it's a little sticky, right? Right. So you're now using muscles a little longer. And, like, trust me from somebody who's, like, torn out his knee, once you start, like, once you have to, like, What's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, like, I had to adjust things on my knee, and it started putting other things out of whack in my body, too. So now if I'm gripping the ball a little tighter, that's putting a little more pressure on the tendons in my elbow, and now I'm throwing the ball differently, and my arm is now in a different motion, that's going to cause an injury. I get it, but at the same time, you need to be doing it both ways. You need to adapt to change. You can't. You can't. Uh, you can't now be like, you know what? I'm. I'm blaming this fully. No, it's. Uh, it's injuries are somewhat on you too. As a pitcher, right. you take that risk. But like, right? cold turkey is hard, right? Once they say no substance at all, it's hard. Like if you if you're a smoker and it's like can't smoke anymore. Have you ever seen somebody just go day one cold like cold no. turkey? No. no. See. So now you have to ease back in. You have to adjust it so there's still something familiar as you work to gain those muscles and whatnot to get back to that strength so you're not getting hurt. Yeah. I, Most I just injuries don't... in baseball is like, oh, like I tweaked my oblique a little bit, so I had to make an adjustment, and that hurt my shoulder. That's what happens. Your body gets out of whack, and then so if you don't have that extra grip, you see you're gripping the ball a little differently, and you're just getting things out of whack. We will see how this pans out. How how many? Because they're checking. I believe is it every inning? I think so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we shall see how this works out because it's. And you know they're only doing this because of PR right now, right? That's all the yeah. reason. If 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 they were making a big deal out of this, it would have just gone. You know, they would have been like, "Hey guys, get rid of like the Vaseline or whatever, and just use rosin and sunscreen." Yeah, exactly. Um, but that's enough baseball for now because I get literally have another hour on baseball. But well, let's save that um, for Friday crunch time. Monday, Friday, on wherever you get your podcasts, crunch time with Joe Hamilton. Oh man! So I, I, I'm just gonna tell you now, Weez, you weren't on last night. I was on PS4 with a couple friends. Yeah, and I came out and said, "Do you think Montreal can beat the Canadians?" Well, Joe, if you want to do that, let's go to this week's worst take of the week. And this one's sent in by Lakeport Placid, who goes, I was talking with Joe Hamilton, and he asked, will Montreal beat the Canadians? Yeah, I was. Uh, that was an awful take on my part, and I'm, I'm ready to hear it from you. Because I literally, you would have torn me to shreds well, if you were it, on. But is it, or is it a good take? Will Montreal, in a way, beat themselves? That's how you defend your bad take, Joe. Yeah, but I, I didn't think there was any way to defend that because that no. was just a speed-talking error. Right. So since we're on the worst take, what do you think happens in that series? Vegas, Ooh, Montreal. Man, you know what? I could see Montreal beating Vegas. I could totally see it. The series is tied up at 2-2 now. Game 5 is obviously the pivot point, but... 
it, it's been a great series to this point. I was shocked, Weiss, that you had Robin Leonard starting game game four. Were you shocked? I wasn't because you know playoffs are a grind, right? You gotta get you gotta get a rest in there. Like Jake Allen started what two games in nineteen? Yeah. You gotta get you gotta and you gotta keep the backup fresh too, right? So you're up you're up by a game. You got a game to play with here. Leonard was your guy for most of the season. You got to get him in there to try to get a little, you know, just give Flurry a little break. He had that mental lapse at the end of the game. You got to clear your head, let him get cleared, and come back here for game five. If you win that game, you got like, all right, we got a 3-1 series win. We got a couple games to play with. Now it's now it's a best of five, best of three. What are we at? Best of three series. Mm-hmm. Can't do math. You're not good at math, are you? Uh, well, I'm just thinking too quick here. You know, I wasn't planning to do all this, all this, you know, winning the arguments today. Oh man, I now know what what Stephen A. feels like every time he goes up against uh, Max Kellerman, just winning all these here. <laughs> Come on, is Max that bad? I like Max. I always I like Max so. from uh, the original host of Around the Horn. Oh, I thought you were gonna have my uh, bad take be. The boxing thing I put on another page. Well, I didn't see that one. I said, and you just think, Joe, the 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 you know, you're not you always the bad take. No, I, and it's a question I'll ask you now. Then, do you think boxing will ever regain its fame, or at least close to it, that it was back when Tyson was fighting? Or no, you know, well, see, boxing has to roll out Tyson right now, right? Boxing's stuck in the past, kind of like baseball stuck in the past. If, like, you said right now, hey, Ken Griffey's going to compete in the home run derby, people are like, oh, yeah, I want to I want to see that, right? Yeah. So, boxing, um, it's always been about the personalities, and it's also a different era. Like, MMA is, it is more exciting, it's more, like, physical, and people like that. But it's also, you don't have the same boxing promoters. It's all about promotion. Right, that's what gets you hyped for a fight. And Floyd is right now the main guy, but Floyd's boxing is so boring. Duck, 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 jab, jab, bop, bop. <laughs> Let me win. I mean, there, there is an art to that, but it's just like baseball. You know, people aren't here to watch the walks and strikeouts; they want to see the action. And Floyd is current baseball walks and strikeouts when he boxes. So, boxing—I don't know—it's also different. Like, do people really want to like you? The research now, and it's going to be like this in football, too. It's like right now, like we think about all the boxers like in the past, Muhammad Ali and and whatnot, where it's like they have such like, you know, like brain damage and, 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 you know, different kind of things like football players. Like, do we really just want to sit here and watch somebody suffer brain damage 20 years down the road? And football is running into that, too. We love watching football. We're not thinking about what it does to the players 20 years down the line. Some people are now becoming aware. It's like, man, I don't want to know if I just want to sit here and watch guys beat their brains in just to ruin their lives. So boxing, maybe. I'd like to see it, you know, because I look up some of the old fights all the time, and wow, boxing was so much better, dude. And and he also didn't have all these freaking YouTube – creators try to box. but that's I mean. what that's what people want to see right now those are famous people those are the people you want to see 
think McGregor will ever fight again. Yeah, because the these paydays are. Floyd got fifty million to fight that Paul. I don't know which Paul it was. Uh, Logan. I don't even know if that's the good one or a bad one. I don't know. I don't know about. They're both. They're at least they're both douchebags. Well, yeah, but I didn't know one's a better boxer from what I from what I hear. But but the paydays for these are like yeah, you come out, you make fifty million. All right. I mean, that Mayweather-McGregor fight, you came out, you made probably $100 million if you're McGregor. And it's is it more of a, a lot more of a payday than it is in the UFC? Well, yeah, because UFC is run by Dana White, and he controls, like, the profit. If you if you get these exhibitions together, you go to the pay-per-view companies, you charge da-da-da, you don't have to pay the sanctioning fee to UFC. The boxing matches are way... It, it's... It's not way more, but it depends. Like it is, it just depends on how you go through. If you go through UFC, you gotta everybody gets paid there. But if it's like, hey, Floyd versus McGregor again, it's just those guys. There's no UFC to take their cut, so you're gonna make more money doing that. So the boxing commission doesn't do that. No, I mean, like the they WBO? just set these up. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you just have to in boxing is you just have to have a license to fight in whatever state you do it in. So, yeah. So I'd like to see boxing come back. That's why I put that take up there. You're in the page I'm in. So I thought you would have saw that, but I haven't been um, on the, you know, I don't live on, on Facebook, Joe. No, but I mean, you do get notified when I post somewhere. But if I, since we're friends, if I, if I am on Facebook a lot, I would make sure I check out crunch time. STL with Joe Hamilton, the page, and get updates to see when episodes are dropping. New story, right? Wouldn't you like to follow that on Facebook? Yeah, you guys should definitely do that. I this is the second show. I'm already having fun with this, but no. Uh, this is the third show, Joe. Well, second Monday show. Okay. I'm. I'm. I. I want to keep it separated, but not really. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, we. The two versions of Joe Knows has been great so far. Yeah. What's this one? This one is pretty good, I think. I have found a quiz. It is called Sports Trivia Questions for Kids. What the fuck? Now, it it progresses. It has like a rookie level, the pro, which is the medium level, to expert level. And I want to see. Oh, and then last one is Hall of Fame. I want to see how far we can progress Joe up the ladder of kids' <laughs> sports trivia questions. I will say you have to get at least, let's see, I don't know. Five. Five. All right. Well, let's just work our way up here, and I will decide if we declare what level you are of a kid that knows sports. <laughs> so, Joe, are you ready to play? Joe yes. knows. Yes. We start with the rookie questions for kids sports trivia (laughs) question number one joe what does the nba stand for national basketball association all right ding ding how many total bases are there on a baseball field four that is correct i actually would say three and one's a plate yeah i i don't consider the plate a base but i would wanted to be sure 
What part of the body can't touch the ball in soccer except the goalie? Hands. That is correct. So far, you're three for three on the rookie for kids. <laughs> How many holes are played in a typical round of golf? 18. That is correct. What color flag is waved in a motor race to indicate the winner? Checker flag. All right. How many regulation strokes are there in swimming? Ooh, that's tough. Three? No. Can you name any of them? Oh, no. The breaststroke. The forward stroke. The backstroke. Is forward stroke right? No, like, it's just called swimming. You go forward. Swim- <laughs> I know. I mean, No, I know. But sometimes they do that diving thing forward. I've seen the backstroke. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, you got bre- two. So three. Wait, no. No. Forward stroke. stroke. Backstroke. Um, I don't know. I'm stuck. Well, the four are backstroke, breaststroke, butterfly, and freestyle. So Joe got one wrong in the rookie so far. Oh, in what sport would you find a pommel horse? Um, Horse racing? No. No. Um, sorry, that's gymnastics. Gymnastics. Oh, yeah, that's right. Gymnastics. What color are the goalposts in football? Yellow. What tool in is used in striking a tennis ball in the sport of tennis? Tennis racket. All right, Joe. You only missed two in rookies, so you move on to the pro. <laughs> How long is a marathon? Joe, no way Joe gets a running question right. Let's see, when was what's the longest distance Joe has run? That would be a better question. Didn't you have to isn't run it, a mile in high school isn't or it, something? Isn't it, yeah, ten, isn't, <laughs> it ten, isn't it 10 miles? Uh, I mean, am I close? No. 30 miles? No. Okay. The correct answer is 26.2 miles. I was close on the 30, but yeah, okay. Yeah. What five colors make up the Olympic rings? Red, white, yellow. How do you have a white ring? No, I'm sorry. Red, (laughs) yellow, blue, green, and... I want to say black. You got it. So that would be correct. How many players are on a baseball team? Let's, and this is Are you talking field, roster? On the field. On the field? Nine. Yeah. What is the only sport to be played on the moon? Ooh, that's tough. All right, I'm stumped. That's golf. Wait, they played golf on the moon? Yeah, they were hitting golf balls. That's awesome. They weren't playing a tour. You're like, wait, they had a tour? No, event no, there? no, 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 no. Tiger Woods win that? Any, 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 but that's awesome. I, I'd like to see the drives on that. The drive totals. What do you think about 800 feet because there's no gravity? Well, if there was no gravity, they would keep going, Joe. So what, what would it orbit around the moon? Yeah, there's a golf ball orbiting Uranus. I mean, the moon. <laughs> PB. Oh, my God. PP. 
<laughs> in which sport was Muhammad Ali popular? Boxing. I just gave you that one earlier. In what game is love a score? Tennis? Yeah. What is love? Like what, tied. What? No. No. Well, I always thought like 15. Or no. Uh, love is zero. My bad. There you go. There you go. That was just a bonus question. But did I get it right? Because I yes. did correct myself. All right. Yes. What type of race is the Tour de France? Cycling. Yes. How old was Tiger Woods when he won the Masters? His first one? Yeah. 20? 21. Eh. What is it called when a bowler makes three strikes in a row? Turkey. Come on. What is the, what is the diameter of a basketball hoop in inches? Um, 35 inches? You think the hoop is 35 <laughs> okay. inches big? Hold on. Hold on. Um... Five inches deep. What? What do you? How? <laughs> how long? The circle. Basketball oh, the circle. Um, five inches. That's like that big of a circle. <laughs> Is it in inches? First of all. Yeah. Okay. I know um, you don't measure things in inches normally. You got to get to an inch to measure it. <laughs> oh. I wouldn't hey. be talking. I wouldn't be talking, Weiss. Um. Eight inches. 18 inches. 18 inches. Dang what man. was banned in basketball from 1967 to 1976? I'm going to go with the dunk. That is correct. Because the which, dunk is... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. And what sport are the terms stale fish and mule kick used? Soccer? Nope, that is snowboarding. Snowboarding. That was a little rougher than rookie, but I think we're going to move on to Hall of Fame here for you. Oh, no. Oh, yep. no. Here we go. To prove if Joe is smarter than a kid. Are how you many, smarter than a fifth grader? How many sports were included in the 2008 Summer Olympics? Ten? No, twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. I knew it was a high-ass number. I just so you went ten. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> what three horse races make up the Triple Crown? The Preakness, the Kentucky Derby, and the um. God dang it! Um. The Preakness. I'm I'm losing the third one. Oh, everybody forgets about the third one. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, it is the Belmont Stakes. Belmont, yep. What team scored the most points in a Super Bowl? It couldn't have been the Seattle Seahawks when they played the Denver Broncos, right? Uh, that is not the answer. I don't know when this quiz was written. Um, I don't know when the 49ers in Super Bowl 24. I think that's the one they won like 54 to like three or something, right? Yep. 
What was the only country to play in every World Cup? The only country? Yeah. Um, Brazil? Brazil is correct. How long is the free skate in figure skating? Two minutes. Four and a half minutes Four for men. <laughs> Four minutes for women. Okay. In what year were women allowed to compete in the modern Olympic Games? And in what sport? Had we... Had to be some point in the 70s, late 70s. <laughs> I can see Weez is like, you're way wrong. <laughs> well, just, we need an answer. I'm going so go to go 78. And what sport? It was They were allowed to play in one sport. Volleyball. The first year women were allowed to compete was 1900. And the 1900. sport was, was tennis. Tennis. That was my next sport, but I always saw volleyball, you know, summer Olympic sport, you know. Get it. We, we, you like the volleyball girls. You watch a lot of volleyball during the Olympics. You don't? That, the Sweden team really gets you going, eh? Wait. Ah, Sweden, eh? <laughs> we, you don't? I mean, I, I watch, I don't, I watch a fair amount of everything at the Olympics. <laughs> What's curling. your favorite sport? In the, the winter, Olympics. it's curling. I watch curling. What about summer? Summer, uh, I like swimming's fun to watch. Basketball is always fun to watch. Um, winter, I think the winter are better. You got the one where you ski and you shoot. I mean, that's a great combination. I like I like uh, luge in the winter. Luge is good. I'm a big bobsled. Cool Runnings is my favorite movie. So, go Jamaica! <laughs> All right. The Borg Warner, we got two left here. The Borg Warner Trophy is awarded to the winner of which race? Um, can you at least give me a hint on what kind of race? Is it like a, a car race? It might be a car race. A, a, it had to be a Grand Prix. I'm going to say Indy 500. Indy 500 is correct. I'm going to count that as a wrong answer. No. Hey, hey, Wheeze. What? I don't know if that was a car moving or if that was you farting, but. (laughs) 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 All right. And finally, who was the first president to throw out a ceremonial first pitch at a Major League Baseball game? Johnson? It is William Howard Taft, our fattest president, too. Actually, I believe Trump was fatter, as the history book says. But Taft got stuck in a a bathtub at the White House, so that's a fun story. And if you're ever doing – here's an advice for people out there. If you're ever out there doing trivia – Go with Taft. He's normally the first to do stuff. <laughs> I mean, Trump might be a good answer coming up too, though. To what? The fattest to, president? No, not not just the just the first to do things. Because he did some. Yeah, well, I'm not going to go there. You know where I'm going with this. Come Joe, on, let's least. just leave the politics to 
to crunch time or the old crunch time. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, Joe, this has been a fun episode. Anything else you want to talk about before we wrap this up? I'm going to go back and say, Weez, I think you could hit a baseball better than some of these guys on this team right now. That's all I'm going to leave it at. Hey, I got a base hit off Max Scherzer back in high school. Double. Ooh, RBI nice. double. Nice. Put that Where'd you go board. to school? Kirkwood. Nice. Um, how how long did you take to how long did it take you to stop bragging on that? I mean, how long I mean you I still graduated? are, but I yeah. mean, <laughs> in high school, in high school, was that the? Oh, hey, uh, what are you best known for in your yearbook? Getting a hit off Max Scherzer. Max Scherzer. Well, no, because he wasn't famous then. Yeah, but people knew. People knew he'd probably go to the show then, right? I mean, come on. I mean, not really. It's baseball. I mean, he was a highly touted prospect, but. All right. All right. But hey, hey, that's that's a quite an accomplishment, dude. I will say that. Yeah. No, to be a better accomplishment if you can beat me in a game in a bowling. Well, I'm not saying nine pin. I'm saying bowling, period. I'm coming. You know, it's going to be maybe, you know, we'll get this video up here soon. All right. All right. Both got to drink yeah. six beers first, though. Is that my handicap? <laughs> well, no, that's when I just become good at bowling six beers in. All right. All right. We'll see how that happens. Actually, you know what, Weez? I want to see you do karaoke. Nah, that's I'm... what I want to see you do. Well, maybe. I mean, we're not putting that on the internet. No, no, but I just want to see it. Joe, I get it. You want to hang out with me, all right? I'm a busy guy. I got places to be, a lot of people to see. I'll try to pencil you, you, you got, And you got a lot of babies to kiss. I get it. Yeah, I mean, kissing babies is kind of gross. I'm not kissing many people after COVID here. I'll kiss Emma, and that's about it. All right, all right. So, yeah, thanks uh, thanks to everybody listening at home. This has been fun for me, of course. Hopefully, it's been fun for you, too. So, stay tuned. We will have Friday show coming at you soon. I cannot wait. I can't wait for the Friday show. Okay, just you want this fail wasn't good enough. Let's move on to Friday. I no, I'm I'm ex I know I'm excited for every show I do. All See, right. See, I like you know I'm, I I gotta hype everything, Weez. Well, just be like, hey, listen to this one a bunch of times, and then go listen to Friday. I'd say listen to this one about fifty times. Not fifty. That that's too long. Yeah, no one really wants to hear my voice fifty times on loop. I mean, no, but this sexy voice right here. That's right, crunch time. Check it out. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, hey, thank you guys at home for listening. And that just froze up. (laughs) Uh, Thank you guys at home for listening. And as always, like, subscribe, rate, review, listen, help boost us on whatever platform you're on or you prefer anyway. Uh, For Wheeze, I'm Joe. Have a great week.